0: Welcome to 5 Minutes in the Word. This is your daily podcast of Bible reading and insight into God's Word. We are continuing Job chapter 10, looking at verses 13 through 17 in the New Living Translation. And remember, this is still Job as he is framing his plea to God. It reads, Yet your real motive, your true intent was to watch me. And if I sinned, you would not forgive my guilt. If I am guilty, too bad for me. And even if I'm innocent, I can't hold my head high because I am filled with shame and misery. And if I hold my head high, you hunt me like a lion and display your awesome power against me. Again and again, you witness against me. You pour out your growing anger on me and bring fresh armies against me. Again, this is Job chapter 10, verses 13 through 17 in the New Living Translation. And this is uh, Job is saying what Job would say to God is what the commentary titles it, the uh, New Living Translation titles it, Job Frames His Plea to God. I'll be back to share insights, and we'll close with prayer. Hi, this is Hope Scott. I am your host of 5 Minutes in the Word, a daily podcast which spends a few minutes exploring God's Word. Thanks for listening. If you subscribe and follow, you'll know whenever a new episode drops. Also, why don't you drop me a line and let me know what you think of my podcast. Please follow and like 5 Minutes in the Word on Twitter and Facebook. Again, we're in Job chapter 10, looking at verses 13 through 17 in the New Living Translation. And in this section, Job asks God to reveal a sinful cause within Job himself. Remember, Job is afflicted. He doesn't know why. We know why, because we read the passage. So we know what's going on. We know about the meeting in heaven. So um, we have to say, poor Job. You know, as we read this, he is going through uh, so much. Well, he's gone through so much, and he is still affirming that he has done nothing wrong and he is trying to understand the cause of his affliction. Um, We are in a curious position, a curious, de-curious position of knowing what Job does not know. The causes and intentions of Job's present calamity were hidden in God and were hidden to Job. But God has shared it with us, the readers of the book of Job. What Job himself did not know. Again, Job was unaware of the counsel in heaven. He was unaware that he was the uh, subject matter. He was um, the, the person that God put on display. Look at my servant Job. He's unaware of all of this. So he thinks he's been attacked unjustly by God. He doesn't realize that he told Satan, don't take his life. No matter what goes on, do not take his life. Job, let's see, because Job does not have this prior knowledge of the meeting in heaven, in the heavenly realm, he accuses God of planning his suffering all along. We, the reader, know, we know that this isn't the case. But poor Job, he doesn't know. Job knew that God knows all causes and answers for his condition. Yet Job didn't, but God did not tell Job what was going on. And I know sometimes we um, have people who are supposedly have insights. They have um, like they have this super connection to God and they can explain everything. But in Job's case, he didn't have a soothsayer. He didn't have somebody to come and prophesy over him. He had his friends who would listen and give advice, but he didn't have anyone that says, okay, and spoke truthfully to say what God was thinking and what happened. We know because we read the story, but Job doesn't know. Job continues to argue that God's motive in creating him was just to cause him problems, was to afflict him. And all the kindness that God had shown him through his life was calculated. It wasn't wasn't real. It was just there to tear him down. But of course, we know the story. We know that's not true. Job's friends insisted that the disasters uh, that came into his life Okay, because Job, you've done something. You have done something wrong. Nobody is all that perfect, and you must have some kind of wickedness within you. But Job, of course, continues to protest that this is not the case. Job feels that God is closely watching him waiting for him to sin. And it's like a kid that, you know, I have one mischievous son <laughs> who always is looking to make sure nobody's going to catch him doing something he wasn't supposed to do when he was a kid. So this is how Job is. He's like, God, you're watching me. You're waiting for me to stumble. But we, again, we know that's not the case because because God, we know that the God we serve catches us before we fall. This negative watchfulness that Job is speaking of is different than what he said in verse 12 when he said God's watchfulness protected him. In verse 12, he says, You gave me life and showed me your unfailing love. My life was preserved by your care. So now he's lamenting that God, "Mm, you watched me just to see me fall. But of course, we know that's not true. And even though Job is innocent, he is uh, so disgraced by his suffering that he feels that he cannot lift his head in public. And, you know, a lifted head is a sign of pride and respect, while a lowered head signifies shame and disgrace. Job, if Job lifts his head, he assumes that God will continue to assault him. He felt that God hunted him as a lion as a fierce lion hunts and down his prey. And of course, those of us who love Animal Planet, we've seen this. We've seen that lion stalk, and when it's ready to pounce, it I mean, the, uh, whatever it's chasing doesn't have a chance. Or he said that God treated him like, uh, he had sent an army after him, an army that had fresh reinforcements each morning. But, of course, we know because we read the story that this isn't true. And we're going to um, continue with going through the book of Job. And I thank God for the breaks because the story is overwhelming. It is like you want to say, poor Job, uh, I wish you saw what we saw. I wish you read what we read. But we know that his end is going to be better. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you that, like Job, we can come before you and ask questions. And God, we know that you will answer. And we just have to be still and listen with our hearts for your answers. And we can read your word for your answers. God, we pray for those who need you in a special way. The needs are many. We thank you in advance for answered prayers. And we bless your name. Amen.